0: It is a lovely, well, not quite night anymore. It's really early morning, which is when Chase gets up to most of his bullshit. (laughs) West of Grand Rapids in the Michigan Stomping Grounds. Approaching three o'clock in the morning. There's this one particular... Park. A lot of long winding roads nestled in the trees not too far from Grand River. A lot of nice sharp turns, even some of those really delightful it bends all the way around itself in a U. And for someone who likes getting up to the kind of shenaniganry Chase does, that's just perfect. Radio is absolutely bumping. Anyone within a couple miles knows that he's there by this point. <laughs> and it's not just the music. Chase is behind the wheel of an absolutely pristine 2023 Nissan GTR. And not just any GTR, it's the Nismo. Uh, model, which isn't even legal to import into the United States, and clocks a hefty $200,000 price tag. The whine of the twin turbos, as he shifts around uh, corners, is the only thing that drowns out the sound of the radio. Obviously, Chase didn't buy this. He boosted it. Which is a long-standing hobby of his. (laughs) The guy who actually illegally imported this doesn't even know it's missing yet. And at this rate, is never seeing it again. Because Chase is in love. The moonlight overhead glints off the river just beyond the tree line as Chase drops the clutch and drifts flawlessly through a long U-bend turn. He could probably die happy right this absolute moment. That's how he expects to die. What he doesn't expect is just what happens next. Chase suddenly feels a stabbing pain deep in the center of his head, accompanied by a blinding white flash. And all at once, the lights on the dash of the car, blink out, the engine quits, and the turbos start slowly winding down. Unfortunately, the car is moving sideways at about 50 miles an hour, drifting through this U-bend. Give me a dex drive. Ugh! I'm good at those. What diff? Diff 7. Four successes. Okay. So, suddenly fighting with the dead power steering, Chase is able to keep some semblance of control as the car skids off the road and into the tree line. He fights the wheel enough to stop it from continuing sideways into a guaranteed flip and roll and manages to orient it nose-on where it comes to a stop nose-down in an oxbow lake. One of those little carve-outs of the river. And fortunately doesn't go farther than that, but just up to the windshield, and the whole front part of the car is in the water, sending a huge gout of water into the sky, and the hissing noises as turbos drown, and the previously quite hot 3.8 6 liter or a 3.8 liter V6 is immersed in water. The only light around now is the moon beaming down from above. What now? Well, to start with, there's going to be a lot of swearing. <laughs> um a fair bit in English, a fair bit in Japanese, um a fair bit about uh Mr. Nissan himself and his dubious lineage, uh probably a few comments about this is why I drive a Subaru, um, etc, <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> Uh, Mostly because he recognizes that this is quite a bit of money that uh, is now wet. Uh, Eventually, after much steering wheel slamming and uh, general unhappiness, Chase will get out of the car and pull his phone out of his pocket and make a phone call that obviously is not get him anywhere yeah you pull the phone out tap the screen to wake it up and nothing happens you're holding a brick deep sigh followed by going and popping the trunk and then popping the phone open to snag the SIM card because he's angry, not stupid. Followed by a big old yeet to send that phone as far out in the middle of the lake as he can get it. Because <laughs> okay. again, he's angry and wants to throw a phone, but he's not dumb enough to leave a SIM card here. And from there, with SIM card in pocket. Gonna take a long look around. Get the rest of his shit out of the trunk. Stick his hands in his pockets. And, uh... Leave the scene of the crime. Okay. So... The city is to your east and south a bit. Um, to the west quite a ways. Is Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. Straight to your north. The only person that you know in the immediate vicinity. Um... Probably isn't there right now, but there's a welding shop that uh well does a little bit more than the welding out of the back, and for the uh rather small community of people who boost cars for fun know exactly what that means Oh absolutely it's actually. Probably the smartest place to go right now. Okay. Whether they're there or not. However, I do need just a minute. I am... Sorry, I gotta run to the bathroom. Go for it. Farewell, the Charby. So, Damien, have you figured out how to cut dead air out of these yet? Nah. I mean, I could. <laughs> it's just not really worth the time. I'm so disappointed, knows. Well, when she dropped out, it was in the middle of the fight when he had just taken five points of lethal? No, she dropped out before that. I don't think she did. I listened to it I again. Thought I thought I had re-listened sure to it was. this morning, and she hadn't. Um, but when they popped into the room with her earlier, the first thing she asked was, is Seth dead? So, like... She pretty well figured it out. <laughs> they could have not answered her. I don't think either of them immediately answered in the affirmative, but neither of them particularly lied well either, so. <sighs> She's still going to just die. I know. It just takes some of the... The the fact that she knows about this part mm-hmm. takes some of the weight out of the end of... Like, him being given the choice and all of that. That's fair. It's like, there's a moral weight in that moment of, well, what choice is he going to make? Yeah. Whereas knowing that you're doing a half session for a new character, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> we know how this went then. Yeah. Hmm was messaging with Mark this morning, telling them that like it's gonna be interesting trying to get right back to that same level of emotions for the next session. It is. And I'm honestly uh glad it's next week. Cause as I previously stated, oh, no game the week after. Anyway. All right, so. The welding shop that you know of is conveniently actually just a couple hundred yards north of you. Less conveniently, there's a whole ass river in the way. And if you're... Not planning on getting wet or somehow otherwise bypassing the river probably going to be about a three-hour walk to go all the way around to where there's a bridge. Yeah, it'll be fine. We're, uh... Just going to get wet, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, probably not. Intentionally not, but uh, I'm sure I'll fail. It's okay. So. Step one. Is this the kind of area that has a uh, reasonable amount of uh, trees and the like around it? It is, yeah. Is it like a wooded area? Yes. Fantastic. We're gonna find a decent-sized branch, ideally on the ground. But if not, something that can be just uh, broken off of a tree. Okay. Um. Actually, ideally on the ground. Is there reasonable to find one on the ground? Yes. Okay. Because those are dead wood, which makes them matter. Yes, Which is nice because at Mind 3, Matter 2, you can telekinetically move objects. Yes. So, we're going to hang on to the tree branch and telekinetically move it over to the other side of the river. Okay. Like a psychopath. So you're basically turning a tree branch into a witch's broom. Briefly. And okay. hanging on underneath it instead of riding on top of it. Fantastic. Uh, give me an Arate roll, and then give me a Dex Athletics roll. That is going to be two successes on the Arate roll at normal difficulty. Good enough. And the Dex Athletics. What difficulty do you want? Uh call it a 7. A 7? That's a decent river, so... Unless you've got good grip strength, it's not going to be, like, the easiest thing you've ever done. Nice. One success. Woo! Alright. There were some ones involved. So, uh, you're sweating by the time you get to the other side. Um, you... Probably could have picked a better branch to grip onto. Um, It's been on the ground for a while, so it's a little slippery and slimy. Uh, But you make it to the far side just as your grip gives out. From here... The branch is getting a less less angry. He's uh, settled down a bit now that he is not within five minutes of crashing a car. Um, But still a fairly grumpy fuck you too. And uh, the branch is getting thrown into the river. (laughs) It drifts away downstream. Fuck that branch. (laughs) Crashed a $200,000 car. I'm having a bad time right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. $200,000 $200,000 car that is effectively unobtainium. Uh Alright. And it is about a 200 yard little jaunt through the trees up towards a lake. Uh, beside which is the little welding shop that you know of. Um, it's definitely parked in somebody's house with a couple of outbuildings, where some sketchy shit goes on. But that is the closest area that you know of where somebody you know in person might to meet. Uh, well, i are gonna go looking for it. Okay. see you get there, or as you're on your way there, you pass under one of those gigantic, um, high-tension power lines, like the ones that carry just uber-gigawatts of power over long distances. Yeah. Um, the ones that look like the miniaturized Eiffel Tower. Yeah, there's like three of them side by side. That's how many of them this there are in this one spot. Um. Like, there's probably a nuclear reactor on the far end of this somewhere. There's a good chance that the person living so close to these is going to have testicular cancer in the next five years. I gotcha. Totally, yeah. <laughs> um, You've been out and around in the world enough to know that usually when you walk underneath these things, you can hear a gentle hum, mm-hmm. and sometimes even feel a little bit of static electricity. Um... You hear nothing and feel nothing as you walk under these power lines. There's no current going through them. Spooky. Not a fan of that. You pass by one other house on your way to the, let's call it what it is, the chop shop. And it is dark. But it is 3 o'clock in the morning. That's not super surprising. Just a couple minutes later, the Chop Shop house comes into view. Also dark. No lights that you can see. And at present, you don't see anybody moving around. So far, anyway. Are there cars here? uh there are uh there's somebody's rather beat up Honda Civic in the driveway, and there is a um uh supra that looks like it is well on the way to being disassembled completely down to the last bolt behind the house how they should look. Uh, well, obviously going right up and uh, banging on the front door. All right. Uh, you hear loud noises from inside, including the, uh... Including the sound what is probably the sound of somebody like crashing into an end table that's covered in beer bottles. Fantastic. Um, And a guy comes to the door. He is a short, kind of squat Thai fellow. Um you're not sure what his actual name is, but you know that both His first and last names start with CHA. So he literally just goes my Cha Cha, because that's easier than explaining to white people what the hell his actual name is. Everybody just knows this guy as Cha Cha. What the fuck? Sup. How are Uh, you doing here? You trying to make some money like right now? Uh Bro, I was fucking. Doubt it. He uh he hits the light switch a couple times. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, bro, I was fucking playing Fortnite and all the power went out and my phone doesn't work. What the f- fuck are you doing here? Uh, just on the other side of the river, there's a Nissan GTR, the the nice one that you're not allowed to have here. Uh, with what? mild amounts of water damage. What? I don't know, it just cut off while I was in the middle of a turn. And, uh... Well, I was most of the way here, so you're trying to make some money, like, right now, or not. He rubs his forehead a little bit. Are you fucking telling me you crashed a goddamn Nismo into the river? Uh, yes. Like I said, it just turned off mid-turn. Oh my god how the fuck did you break a gtr cuz it's a nissan what do you want oh god it's a mm, it's a quarter million dollar nissan you fucking all right hang on <clears throat> he hits the light switch a few more times yeah 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 right <clears throat> all right i'm a little drunk hold on <clears throat> let me I can drive if your truck's not going to cut off in the middle of a turn, too. Hold that thought. He kind of slams the door in your face, clearly not really thinking, and you hear more rummaging around and beer bottles falling over, uh, followed by a really loud, FUCK! And then he comes back to the door... With the keys in one hand and like hopping on one foot, rubbing the toe that he just stubbed into something um and hands you the keys it's uh it's it's in the front it's already got the trailer on it picked up that that's that supra. what's left of that supra? Hey man, you know me. It was it was the whole car this morning. I've been busy. Uh, hey man, looks like money to me. Goddamn right. Shut he up. Uh, I'm flips thinking... into a pair of bright pink Crocs and heads out yes. the back door, still shirtless, uh, still in his fucking boxer briefs. When he said so, he was a little drunk, he he. Yeah, he's (laughs) (laughs) shit-faced. Yeah, gonna head to the truck with him. So I was thinking... It's only a little bit in the water. If it can be salvaged, we salvage it, scrub it, split it down the middle. Ah. If not, we'll go from there. It's kind of dark, so... Did you, uh... Did you scrub the VIN already, or is it still tagged up? Uh, how long has Chase had the vehicle? Like a day. So probably he's yeah. pretty on top of that sort of thing. So yeah, it's taken care of. It's all good. Just. I. <sighs> cool. Have I ever told you you're a dumbass? probably he uh, throws open the passenger door of Ford F-350 and the light doesn't turn on in the cab he doesn't notice and scrambles up in there anyway and closes the door behind him uh Chase also hops in and turns the key. Absolutely Absolutely nothing nothing. happens. (laughs) Not... Uh, See... You remember about 30 seconds ago when I said... If your truck doesn't cut off on me mid-turn, I'm good to drive? Turns the key again. Like, a little louder to make sure he notices. He's got his head leaned over on the dash in the posture of, I really need the world to stop spinning so I can go make an obscene amount of money, (laughs) Um, and looks over to the left at you. Motherfucker, did you break my truck? Yeah, man, it's like my first time turning a key, so I wasn't really sure how hard to turn it, you know? If he had been drinking like I just was, he probably would have spit-ticked, because I just almost spit took. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, new to this whole Cars thing. Oh, shut the fuck up. Alright, alright, pop the hood. Start your truck, then. <laughs> he He reaches over and very aggressively turns the key, followed by... A lot of syllables that are probably profanity in Thai. (laughs) Pop the fucking hood. Jesus Christ. Uh, Chase does so, but also mentions, uh, it's about how I sounded. The Nissan turned off on me. Yeah, and I bet it was on two wheels and sideways too, wasn't it? I was on four wheels, thank you very much. Mm. I was sideways, though. Yeah, that tracks. (laughs) <laughs> he pours himself out of the truck. Manages not to eat shit. Um goes around to the front of the of the truck with the hood pop, props it up. And starts fucking with the battery. All right, well this thing's fucking dead. <sighs> Where did you crash this thing? Uh, like 500 yards that way across the river. Oh, great, in the park. Okay, so someone's definitely going to find this by morning. Yeah, that's why I'm knocking on your door at three in the morning instead of saying, oh, it can wait until tomorrow. (gasps) Okay. He uh, I wouldn't bother you this late if it wasn't urgent. He climbs up into the truck, grabs the garage door opener, hits the button hits it about 7 more times starts swearing and tie again uh i walked underneath the power lines and they weren't making any noise and i think that means the power's out i swear you are a beacon for bad luck what <laughs> the f- fuck bro <laughs> had to catch up with me sometime So we got no truck, we got no power. How do you want to get this fucking car out of the river, bro? With the truck was plan A, I didn't really have a backup plan because I figured the truck would work. Uh, yeah, See, he, uh, he trudges over to the Civic, which is obviously like his baby it's that car that you spend 25 years working on and never actually finish and 17 times the worth of the vehicle exactly <laughs> uh, yeah. same same but, key wow. ring hits the unlock on the key fob to no effect Goes to kick the tire, remembers that he's wearing Crocs and kind of flinches at the last second before he breaks his fucking toes. Sticks the key in the door to manually unlock it. And goes through the whole fun procedure of this motherfucker doesn't start either. Okay, now that's just not... There's What? Well, damn. Hey, uh... How recently were you playing Fortnite? Like a half hour ago? About as long as it took you to fucking get here. I was gonna say, so right about how long ago my car stopped working... And why did you stop playing Fortnite? Bedtime or because the power turned off? Power went out. At about the same time as the car stopped working. And now these two don't work. And I know, I know that truck always turns on. That's where all your money comes from. So I know that truck works. You know that truck works. I don't know about the Civic, but, like, you you and I both know that truck hey works. Man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. It's a beautiful Civic. Don't shit-talk to Queen. I, I'm not shit-talking to Queen. His, she's beautiful. But she's a little temperamental sometimes. But that truck understands that it's time to wake up and get some fucking money all the time. Except tonight. 30 minutes after the power went out. 30 minutes after that sweet little Nissan decided in the head enough. Alright bro, what do you what are you getting at? Bro, I don't fucking know. Just that it sounds like thirty minutes ago, a lot of shit stopped working. He heads back into the house. <coughs> My phone too. And yours apparently. And the next thing that you see from the door that he left open when he walked in is four phones in quick succession, <laughs> because burners all come flying out the door into the into the yard. Yeah, man, motherfucker. He walks out with uh, two beers in hand. And it passes one to you. All right, I'm either too drunk for this or not drunk enough. I think it's the second one. I know it's the second one for me. Uh, Take a beer. Uh, beer. He uh, clinks it. Chug a beer. He uh, chugs it almost as fast as you do. Uh, I know you're supposed to toast beforehand, but uh, losing $100,000 for no reason. Have I told you tonight that I fucking hate you? (laughs) (laughs) No, but you did say something about me being bad luck. Show up at my house, offer me a hundred thousand dollars and then tell me I can't get it and all my shit's busted. Uh second one's not my fault. Oh the first God. one's because I like you, and I wanted to come to you with it first, instead of Louie up the road. Ah, fuck that asshole, and then a lot of tie. Yeah, exactly the reason I'm knocking on your door and not his it's because I thought this would be good for us. Clearly it's not. My bad. In my defense, your fucking truck always starts, dude. It it does. I, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be a problem. Oh. Alright. What do you... What's your, what's your plan now? Because I, I'm leaning towards drinking five more of these and figuring out what the fuck is going on in the morning. If it wasn't three in the morning, my plan would be to, uh eat a little bit more split on it, and get a couple of guys to go push it. Or, to be perfectly honest with you, go see if Louis' truck will start. But, uh... (sighs) Yeah, you gonna walk six miles that way? Are you saying for your cut of this much money, you wouldn't? All right, you got a point. That's what I'm on about. Uh Benji, does he have any neighbors? Uh that one house that you passed on your way up is the closest. And then like Not really. There's like a pond next to his house and another house or another house on the far side like another 100 yards, 200 yards away, and that's about it. They're kind of on their own out here. That sounds great, uh, what about your neighbors? Are they cool? Oh, uh, yeah, old Miss Penelope she's well, honestly, if you knock on her door at three o'clock in the morning, you're gonna give the whole bird a heart attack, homie, oh, yeah, no, I'm no uh big, strong dudes looking to make a bunch of money and not uh ask questions. If you count Miss Penelope's Chihuahua, maybe. <laughs> gotcha. Shit. I can't even set an alarm for fucking five in the morning to try it again in the morning before anybody finds it. He uh, nudges one of the burner phones with his cropped foot. Bro, you got any idea what would do this? Like, the power I get, we're in fucking Michigan. Like, Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, cars, the phones. The phones that were definitely charged? Yeah. My phone was definitely charged. I was playing music through it when the card decided it had enough. Doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. Alright. I'm gonna He hoists the empty beer bottle. I'm gonna do this. And, uh... Well, I pass out. And then, uh... Whenever I wake up, figure that out from there. Assuming it's still there, hopefully. He shrugs on his way back into the house. Uh, Yeah, not your problem. Well, have a good one. Yeah, if it... I'll fuck with the truck in the morning if fucking power turns back on. And I'll call you. Fucking phones turn back on. Door slams. Still talking inside as he's tripping over beer bottles, but you can't make out whatever the hell he's saying. It might not even be English at this point. How far to, uh, how far to town? Actual town, like the actual, like actual Grand Rapids, and not little podunk bullshits. Uh, uh, I mean, town nearest town first, and then Grand Rapids. Okay, uh, you've got some suburbs to your south that would have you going back over the river again. Um, to the east, you've got some small, like like some small towns that are suburbesque um and it would be I've lost you. There you are. Um we're going to head towards Grand Rapids and detour as little as possible for a town between here and there first. Okay. Um so you're walking through mostly like open fields and a little bit of um hilly trees, like, land that nobody could really be arched to clear because it's just too rough to get anything useful out of it. Um, It's a solid walk um, before you get really anywhere other than scattered houses and little hodunk businesses like this. Um, About six miles, give or take, keeping to the roads. Couple hours later at this point it's getting on to uh sunrise, close to that you arrive in the bustling metropolis of Standale. Um you've been through it before. It's it's not much of anything. And as you get there, which you also notice on your way, uh, no, ro- no cars on the roads. And your course eventually takes you, because you have a decent grasp on where the hell you are, just because you've been over here to Cha-Cha's enough times. Yeah. Um, you link up with Highway 45 going east. And this late into the into the morning there should be some traffic. Um Yeah. A lot of the people out here in the burbs work in Grand Rapids to the east, so they should be doing that. Um and there's nobody. Uh you pass a couple of cars stopped, not unlike yours. Uh, including a Michigan State Trooper car that is upside down in the ditch. <laughs> Fuck yeah! But none that are moving. And as dawn breaks over Standale, and you make your uh, way into the small town, hang on. Uh huh. You said Michigan State Trooper car upside down in the ditch. mm huh. Are there like people around? Not anymore. No cops? Not currently. We're going to go break into the uh, trunk of that. We're <laughs> uh, basically loot boxes. Change my mind. Uh, Yeah, if it's got flashing lights on top, it's a loot box at the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are we going about breaking into this trunk? <laughs> uh, probably. A dex streetwise attempt. To uh, pop the lock. All right, go for it. Just six, nothing fancy. He's done this one a million times. Three successes. Okay. Um, in the back of the car, uh, in a rack attached to the bottom of the uh, uh the trunk lid is an AR-15 with all the bells and whistles. You mean my new AR15? Yep. Um and it's one of those fun racks that has a slot for three mags to go on the um to go on the lid with it. And there's a small like roadside emergency kit that never got unpacked. Uh also mine. Okay. It's your basic like road flares, emergency tarp, that kind of stuff. Yeah, mine. <laughs> exactly. As it sets in that like hang on. Why did this get left? Uh give me perception alertness. Our, per- no, perception investigation, actually. Are oh, you going to say mean things to me? <laughs> uh probably a 0. 651. Eh? I'll give you 1. You notice ...that the driver's side window of the patrol car is smashed out. Fantastic. And consider car is upside down, there's nobody here, and both the emergency kit was never deployed and an automatic weapon was left unattended. Yeah, somebody broke out of the back of the taxi after... Er, <laughs> the taxi? <laughs> uh, no, the driver's window is busted out. The driver's... Okay. So, decent chance that whoever was driving this thing... uh, Smashed it out of the window and then crawled off somewhere to die? Or something similar. And... Can't have radioed for help because nobody's here. Well, Definitely taking the AR. Okay. Because, like, duh. Uh, taking the emergency kit as well. Because, duh. Checking the back of the car just to see if there's anything else that looks nice. Nope. Uh, And then checking the front, which I'm assuming also does not have anything... Particularly nice looking on it. A lot of broken glass and uh blood. Uh, nice, but not sealable. Nope. And then unless you're trying to steal his radio and his computer. Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, checking the computer. Does it turn on? It no. Does not God on. damn it. <laughs> Same with the radio. No? goddammit. it. And then, eventually, going to, uh, go to one, uh, walk around to the passenger, well, the passenger side is, like, shoved against the side of the ditch, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of a shrug, followed by sticking a key into the driver's side door of this cop car turning it utilizing my fancy wonder to open this door to generic storehouse number one okay Um, and then uh, gonna huck all of my freshly stolen stuff into generic storehouse number one, which is most likely just some uh, storeroom for some like restaurant or something that does not seem to notice when he leaves stuff at the back of their walk-in freezer for a day <laughs> or two. Okay, um, is that including the automatic weapon? Yes. Okay. I'm not walking down the street with an AR-15. Okay. That is a good way to get your shit killed off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, You've got another good uh, 20-minute walk to get you to uh, Standale? mm Mm-hmm. And from there, to get you into, like, downtown Grand Rapids, if that's where you're going, about another two hours. I'm gonna take a walk through Standale and see, is there anybody that seems like they have a fucking clue what's going on right now? Or just anyone outside in general right now? There's a few, um... Nobody's alarm went off this morning, but there's a person here and there who has, because, you know, people wake up early, awoken on their own to find that the lights don't turn on, their phone doesn't work, their car won't start. Uh, So there's maybe a dozen people out and about, wandering the streets, shouting questions to each other. Uh, not saying anything to any of them, just listening to see if the questions that I have are being asked by other people. Namely, Ayo, you got power, bro? It's a resounding no from pretty much everybody. Um, Anybody that asks that question gets a no in response. And the... paying attention for, does your phone work? Does your car turn on? No and no. Et cetera, et cetera. just you know, generally paying attention of is everyone else having as negative of an experience as I am? Yeah, nobody is having <laughs> a particularly good morning. And you uh spot another Michigan State Patrol car. This one Seems to have been at a red light when it stopped working or otherwise just calmly rolled to a stop in the middle of the like town square. And there's a uh, Michigan State Patrol kind of just sitting on the hood looking around like, well, damn. Are you continuing on through? Uh, gonna go up to him, actually. The Bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. (laughs) Alright. He, uh, sees you coming. Kind of hands in pockets, looking around. The general, this is fucking wild expression on his face. Can I help you? I'm sure you're already tired of this question, but, uh... Any idea what's going on? Sure fucking don't. Um. Uh, I uh, was responding to another car. It was close to cross the river, reports of some asshole street racers, and car stopped. Seems like more than just the car stopped. Hmm. You um hear anything from a buddy gestures back up the road where he came from. Not too far that way. He squints at you a little bit. No. I'm walking from that direction. There's a cop car upside down. Looks like the uh driver's side window is smashed out. I didn't see him, couldn't find him. I don't know if he's okay or not. It looked like the thing had been broken into though. The trunk was open. He uh looks a little pale and starts walking in that direction quickly. Doesn't even respond. I hope he's okay. Okay, uh, from there, gonna wait until he's out of sight and uh work a quick mind effect that is going to turn into a second roll because I'm getting paradox already <laughs> uh, zeroed out, fortunately uh two successes on the second one uh a mind to effect of just general in this area nothing to see here nothing's going on for the few people who are up this early in the morning okay and uh then a three successes worth of matter to effect to uh turn the lock on his trunk in the sand to take his shit (laughs) too. And, uh, anything that looks valuable, we're taking it. shoving it in the freezer. Uh, This one has a Mossberg 12 gauge. Uh, No AR-15 this time but the same uh radio and computer if you're going for that as well. Yep. Okay. It's like compulsory almost. Yeah. It's free shit. It's free real estate. Um one <laughs> quick <laughs> uh, I the fact that I'm stealing and uh reality by lost frequencies just came on and uh, one of the lines is i can fly high i can go low today i got a million tomorrow i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> sounds it's about so right <laughs> okay uh one question the dot in enhancements that chase has uh-huh. remind <laughs> me what that is uh it is uh genetic engineering okay uh, plus one dot to dexterity. Okay, you are not allowed to mix genetic engineering and uh, robotics. Syn- uh, uh, yeah, yeah, robotics. So he is genetically engineered; has had his DNA like retailed, basically, to be a little bit more dexterous. While he okay. was getting enhanced pheromones. Cool. Double checking. I thought that was the case, but I wanted to make sure that there's not a part of you that just doesn't work right now. Uh, there is, and I'm amazed that I have forgotten the whole spider system is not currently working. Which okay. Is, uh, his focus for mind magic, well, mind science. Oh. Um, okay. However, looking at the role that I still have up, uh, would not have cost me any successes. So, at the plus one difficulty for magic without a focus. Okay. That being said, it would have been pretty immediately noticed and filed away as I should get that looked into later. Yep. When I'm not in the middle of uh, just stole a car about it. Okay. Yeah, so you are now aware that in addition to all the mundane tech around you not working, your one bit of hypertech in your brain also doesn't work. Yeah. All right, continuing down the road. Yep. All righty. Um, about another hour and a half down the road, uh, you get to one of those obnoxious spaghetti junctions of highways. couple guys have tents pitched underneath it, because it's a major city in the United States. Of course they do. Yeah. Give me perception alertness. If seven. You're not my dad. (laughs) Uh, Two successes. Okay. In the cluster of trees near the junction, you see something moving. Mm -hmm. And you also see, by the exit going off to your right, a sign that says John Ball Zoo. And you're mm, mm, pretty sure whatever you just saw moving around in the tree line was orange? Tiger. Or a baboon. I'm not sure which is scarier. Probably the Those are scarier. Well. We're going to give that a wide berth. But uh, continue on towards Grand Rapids. Okay. Welcome to suburbia. It goes on forever. As you get further into suburbia and closer to Grand Rapids, it is well on into the morning now, and there's a lot of people out and about. None that seem to really have any idea what's going on, the same conversations. Just keep circling around and around. But you also start to get the smell of smoke. And see the sunrise in the east streaked over by a fair amount of smoke coming from that direction. And it's not, it's not the, like, brush fire smoke, like, that has a certain smell about it. Like, greasy? Yeah, this is the greasy plastics and wood and that structure's burning. A few of them, at least. Ah oh, fuck! And as you get to the Grand River itself and the large collection of bridges that go across it, you can see into Grand Rapids downtown. Uh, including the Medical Mile, where most of the major hospitals are clustered, and see the tail of a jumbo jet sticking out of the top of the Children's Hospital. That and several other large buildings are fully involved. Shit. There is no sign of any functional fire trucks or any organized effort to get anything under control. Shit. Uh you said Where was it that I had started? Was it Millennium Park? Uh, I believe that uh, Grand River Park. Grand River Park. I just have decided to pull this up on my phone so that I can like follow along. Yeah. So you started in Grand River Park, crossed the river northwest, met up with Cha Cha, fucked around there for a while. And then headed east and north a bit. And then pretty much a straight shot west until Grand Rapids itself. There's a bunch of Grand River parks around here. Mm, Hold on. Grand River Riverfront Park? Let me see if I can just... Copy a link to you. Uh, That. Okay. That being said, with the sight of a large aircraft planted nose first into a children's hospital. It now becomes abundantly clear this is something a lot more substantial than power outage. Yeah. The first words out of Chase's mouth are going to be even the fucking planes are turning off? And uh, then the conspiracy theories start. Okay. Because um, obviously, obviously what happened here is one of the traditions did some wild shit and turned off electricity because that's a great way to start pushing back against the technocracy. It would be, wouldn't it? It would Great way to push back against the technocracy to turn electricity off. So the question now becomes, what's Chase's next move? city is on fire. Nobody really seems to have a uh, solid idea for how to make it not be on fire. And yeah. what you can see of people in the downtown, including the absolutely gigantic Grand Rapids Police Department building, is uh, organized chaos without the organization. So chaos. Yeah. Who in here trying to start a riot? Well, me, obviously. Uh... I suppose we're going to look for a department store first. Okay. Because I need a backpack to carry all the shit I'm about to have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's a compulsion to steal, but like, if the opportunity presents itself... (laughs) Um... I'm sure there's something fairly nearby. While I look for one, what else are you after besides just backpack uh well a pharmacy for one um that's okay. going to be like step numero uno really um okay a pharmacy, I'm going to be looking for a, uh, supermarket. Um. Because currently, currently, my leading conspiracy theory is that And ecstatic, utilizing the the general idea of if you change your perception, you change your reality, has somehow managed to get themselves to the moon, and is currently perceiving the entire world and changing it with their perception. Wild. (laughs) And that their new world does not involve electronics, clearly. Okay. We are jumping to this conclusion predominantly because Chase has always been a little bit unhinged. A little bit. So your best bet, knowing you know, fucking living in this city, um, is going to be to head a bit north rather than going east into the uh most developed part of the city which is currently on fire where you can pretty easily find what you need uh uh I would like to note a supermarket a pharmacy a bank um on the off chance that uh there's no bank. one you know actively chilling in the bank waiting for me to break in because like it's late enough in the morning that there might be some people there but like I've only robbed one or two banks and that was pretty fun both times so (laughs) okay so it's about noon time by the time you get done finding and acquiring finding a department store and acquiring a backpack plus whatever else you feel like lifting from the department store Um, what exactly are you after in the pharmacy? Oxy? Uh, (laughs) in the pharmacy? No. At the moment, what I'm after is sticking my key in the locked door to the pharmacy. Okay. Creating another, uh, spot. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. From the pharmacy, uh, takes you another couple of hours of wandering and following street signs, because you don't have correspondence, and fucking Google Maps isn't a thing anymore. Before you wander up to a Chase Bank. Fantastic. That does, in fact, have a pair of Pigorinos parked out front, as in they're standing in front of the door. Yeah, you know, like... (laughs) Bank was the first idea that he had, but Bank also immediately was the first idea that was discarded as, that's probably not going to work. We'll try it, but, like, that's probably not going to (laughs) work. Um, and it looks as though it is not, in fact, going to work. Which is the expectation, and as such, not something that he's going to get particularly upset about. Okay. And what is his next move? Um... Well... Probably um, go and investigate uh, Hold on, we got a robot bird. Oh no. How about now? Better. Okay. Probably to go investigate uh one or two of the known mage cabals in the area. Just reach out to make contact with uh so, people who probably know more about what's going on than I do. Okay. Um, the closest one that you know of, um, are a couple of Celestial Chorus homies. Um, And they hang out a bit south of here at the St. Michael Ukrainian Catholic Church. There's some verbena on the other side of town in a more verbena-esque place in the woods. That would require either going through the burning city or wide around it. And frankly, the Catholic Church one is not far enough across the river to be safe uh, from said fires. uh which one which one's closer and has less fire the celestial chorus homies uh, that's what I figured I just wanted to double check uh yeah we're we're gonna go we're gonna go find the celestial chorus homies and uh see what their plan is mostly okay uh it's about an hour before you get there, so you're getting into. Early afternoon at this point, uh, the smoke to the east shows absolutely no shine, signs of slowing down. In fact, quite the opposite. And you walk up to the front of a early small church. Uh, knock, knock. The uh, door swings open on its own and you see two guys uh, praying at the altar. One is dressed like a priest and the other um, is wearing like rough traveling clothes, just like Carhartt pants and a flannel shirt kind of thing. Big guy. He's the one to get up and turn to face you. Uh, uh welcome to seeing... St. Michael's. Can I help you? Upon seeing that people are like actively praying, uh Chase is gonna you know, keep his voice down and be respectful. Afternoon, I um I guess you guys probably already what's going on out there, yeah? I uh I assume you mean the end of days. Yeah. Yeah. We've noticed. Is the uh kind of a glance around real quick. Does the chorus have any idea what's going on? He smiles a little. Our best guess? Trumpet sound, my friend. <laughs> and you guys are still here. He uh gestures at the priest. Hints the praying. Yeah, I kind of figured that you can still be mm, never mind. Um, You have any plans that aren't just and waiting? Well, And you guys really think this is uh the big one then, yeah? We're fairly confident. You uh looked into it? kind of taps the side of his head. He uh, gestures you to join him near one of the benches and lays out a big highway map that covers like the whole northeast of the country. I just, uh, you know. I want to be certain before I go off the deep end, you know? He chuckles a little. Crosses himself... ...in a... ...that looks like a focus kind of way. And spreads his hand over... ...the map. Which transforms itself into... A rough approximation of a satellite view of that area uh, via correspondence portal. Every major city that you can see has large columns of smoke rising from it. And at this high of an altitude, you can't really tell much else. But that's... That's enough. We've looked most places. And I can tell you with certainty there are no planes in the air. And the ones that came down, came down rather abruptly. (sighs) Uh, So it's not just local. No? Great. Right now, our hope is to gather our flock and find somewhere safe to ride out whatever comes next. I don't suppose you have an idea of where somewhere safe might be? Um, As you're talking... An old lady totters in the back of the church, uh, chattering rapidly in Ukrainian, prompting the priest to get up from his prayers and head over to her. The other guy that you're talking to shakes his head a little bit. Not yet, but... I don't imagine... The city is the place to be. (sighs) You're probably right. Five minutes ago, I looked at it. Get out of here, Stink. (laughs) Yeah, if you want a session point five, kill your character off. No, I'm (laughs) kidding. Um... I really hate that you're probably right, because... I love being in the city. Oh, God. If the power never comes back on, I'm going to have to learn how to farm, aren't I? Hmm. Most likely. Well. He kind of... His eyes follow the priest as he walks further back in the church, and he lowers his voice a little. Wouldn't take me a little convincing, but I'm hoping the Father will let us form a portal somewhere on the other side of the lake and get our people west that way. (sighs) He grins a little. I don't suppose you'd be up for helping to wrangle a bunch of elderly Ukrainian folks while we figure this out? Uh, You think it's going to be safer than here? I think the further west we get, away from these big cities, the better off we're all going to be. I don't think you're wrong. But, uh... Yeah, i tell you what. Dinner's on you, I'll keep your uh, Ukrainians happy and distracted. How many of you guys speak Ukrainian? I don't know how many of them speak English. Oh, Half and half. Don't imagine. He, he His grin gets a little bit wider. I don't imagine uh, you yourself speak Ukrainian. Or Russian. A few of that speak that as well. He uh, looks like he wants to spit to the side and then he remembers, oh yeah, I'm in a church, and doesn't. hmm. <laughs> Uh you got any, uh any, uh celestial intervention that you can spare what do you got quintessence do you have any quintessence you can spare and I can probably speak some Russian or Ukrainian He reaches out and claps a hand on your shoulder. head back this way into the office and I think we can figure something out, don't you? I'm sure we can. And that's where we're going to stop. Okay.